Like, wow, everybody, welcome back to Slayer Talk. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Sorry that you died, Shaggy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Slayer Talk. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much has been a good week here? It's November 10th, 1998. It is. And we watched Band Candy. Band Candy. Bandy, I believe. I saw you. Shorten <laughs> uh, Have uh, you ever had Band Candy? <laughs> what's the difference between <laughs> Band Candy and Real Candy? Oh, or Regular good. Candy? Well, it's usually no-name brand candy. Yeah, it's shitty chocolate that they... They charge like $10 for They mixed up at the local fucking abandoned uh, warehouse. Right. Or, you know, uh, the layer of whatever monster is in town when it comes to Sunnydale. Exactly. It's certainly not Swiss chocolate or anything like that. No. Um, you know what we used to sell? What? Now, uh, I think I was in band uh, in middle school, not in high school. Um, and I think we sold candy, I guess. I don't really remember. But I remember when I was a kid in elementary school, we took a tour of the Morley Candy Company. Oh, did you? And we sold some Morley Candy. Do you remember Morley Candy? I do not. Oh, it was the best. What kind of candy do they make? Um, It's like that band candy stuff where it's oh, like okay. there's caramel things and they're just, it's the basic candy bar with different... Different kinds. Okay. So you can get like pure chocolate. You can get the Rice crispy type chocolate. You can get the caramel filled one, the peanut butter filled one. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it's good. It's hard. It's hard to mix up mixing fat and sugar together. Right. But anyway, this episode, uh, they, Principal Snyder is making them all sell banned candy. It's really weird. Like, I mean, it's not weird when you know the whole story. Yeah. But it's a weird thing to be like, you're not in band. Sell candy for the band. Well, they open in the mayor's office. We just met this guy, and apparently he's the plot lord of the entire fucking show now. Right. Because he's like, hey, Mr. Trick, you work for me now. Uh, Fucking sell some chocolate for me. He's (laughs) like, what? Like, I know I'm black, but, uh, I mean, that's pretty stereotypical. Oh, my goodness. To go door-to-door selling candy for my football team or whatever and he's like no i want you to sell special candy but get somebody to do it and he's like oh somebody that's been on the show before okay we'll we'll make some calls and uh he's like let me open this cabinet that has oh yeah accoutrement from other episodes and stuff like that yeah it's crazy it's like this is the prop closet i'm behind everything that's ever happened in this (laughs) world he says i'm the mayor i've made promises to demons Demons helped me become mayor of a small town. Think a little bit bigger. Like, what the fuck? But it's the mayor. He's the mayor of a small town that sits on the Hellmouth. You keep forgetting about the Hellmouth. Who gives a fuck? The the demons that put him in charge. But what I'm saying is, does that make it better for him as a politician? That he's in charge of a town that's on the Hellmouth? Make me governor of the state where the Hellmouth is. But and the- I'll just spend most of my time in Sunnydale. I guess. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he's like, yeah, you know that one guy that Giles knows? 
Yeah. Yeah, why does he keep coming back? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. And he's so nondescript. It took a while for me to be like, oh, yeah, that's who that is. <laughs> the uh, the weird Halloween mm-hmm. like, closet guy. Yeah. He, I mean, like, he's one of his old school friends. I don't even remember his name now. When he called him Ripper, that's when I was like, oh, yeah, that's that guy. Yeah. But anyway, so... The chocolate, as you may have guessed, everything that they've ever been given in school <laughs> turns evil somehow. The right. fucking eggs that they were given, everything. Uh, the chocolate makes them... It's vague. It turns them into teenagers. Like It turns the adults into teenagers. I guess it revs up the hormones or something. I'm not exactly sure. It, it dumbs them down a little bit. It basically seems like it... it like mentally turn them back into teenagers. I guess, but it's like it didn't really do anything to uh Xander and Willow except for make them horny for each other. They were already horny for each other. I don't think it did anything. Well that's see that's the that's what's ambiguous about it. She's like they're eating the chocolate bar and she's like rubbing her fucking foot all up and down his leg and stuff. Mm. And, you know, like reaching under the table and skiing with one arm. <laughs> um, and it's like, is that because they kissed in the last episode and now they're super horny for each other? Or is the chocolate exacerbating that? I mean, maybe it is, but I really think it, it was more that it was the adults were turning back into teenagers. Because like Buffy said, the, the point is, Everybody's like not home, out in the streets, running around, mm-hmm. not protecting their houses. It's a distraction. Right. So all the adults are busy acting like children. I don't think it matters that the children are acting like children. By the way, so the the ultimate goal of this is that they're trying to appease a demon that eats babies. Mm-hmm. Weird that I mean, that's, it has to be babies. Mm-hmm. It turns out to be a giant snake, which I think we've done before. I feel like we have, yeah. Uh, so it seems kind of lazy, but like it has to be babies. It's so weird. Like, what if he? What if he ate a toddler? Would he be like, "Oh, fuck this"? <laughs> he eats an adult human being at one point. The the snake does. Yeah, doesn't I he? I think that. he grabs somebody. Somebody gets thrown into the water and he eats them. I don't know. But anyway, it's got to be babies. So they ultimately what they do is once everyone's distracted, they go to the hospital. And they steal the babies. Like five babies. It's a small town, I guess. Only five babies are in the nursery. That seems like a lot of babies. And he's going to feed them to the snake. Did they really need to distract everyone? (laughs) Like, did the entire town need to be completely put out of commission? How hard is it for a group of vampires to just storm into the hospital and steal five babies? Yeah, I mean, it would make more sense if they were going to individual homes to take the babies. Exactly. That makes more sense. To go to each of the houses with newborns or whatever, young babies, and take them out of their cribs at the house. That's what it should have been. Yeah, that definitely would have made more sense. I agree. This episode was a bit lazy. Yeah, I didn't love it. Mm -mm. But... It, it, and and I hate the Xander and Willow thing. Why? I it mean, just, I know why. Because you have off. this, like, deep-seated, like, hatred for the infidelity aspect. I do, yes. 
Is that wrong? No, it's just a, a like character quirk of yours. Yeah, I'm the only one that hates infidelity. No, but I mean, like, just you, so, you have this visceral reaction to it. Yeah, I don't like it. But also, um, I just, I don't want them together. Why? I think because I, I think they're fine as friends. I don't want them dating each other. Xander and Cordelia make sense. In a weird way, mm-hmm. they make sense. It also brings her into the group a lot more. Yeah. Uh, Willow and the Seth Green's character, what's his name, Oz? Yeah. Ozymandias. He, uh, it brings him into the group, and they make sense together. They're both nightmare redheads. <laughs> so I-, I like the relationships they have with the people that they're in relationships right now. I don't want them together. But aren't you always saying that guys and girls can't really just be friends? Yeah. And they've been friends for a long time. And she's had a crush on them for a long time. So, I mean, it finally broke. I'm not saying it's not realistic. I'm saying I don't like it. <laughs> well, suck it up. These aren't real these aren't real people. Like the writers are in charge of this and the writers are doing this just for drama. Uh-huh. Because it's a drama. But it's... No, it's not drama. It's an adventure of horror. It's annoying is what I'm saying. And and a comedy, too, partially. I don't know. I mean, I think it makes sense. I think there's probably a lot of fans out there who love it, who've been wanting them together. I guess so. Well, if you're one of those fans, I don't know, suck it. (laughs) I thought it was weird when Cordelia was talking about some... I don't remember what she was talking about, and she's like, the before X... Oh, yeah. Or no, before Z? No, it's... Is it X or Z? What does Xander start with? It's X. <laughs> and it's BX. BX. Yeah, she's, she's she, like BX, and then Willow immediately knew she's like before Xander. No, that was uh, Buffy she oh. was talking to. But she was she was talking to Buffy about some guy she dated or something like mm. that. Oh, guys, like this all, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, of course, that was, that was BX. Oh, she said that... It helped to attract college guys. Mm. I don't remember what it was they were talking about. I think it had to do with the SATs. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that's going on is Buffy's trying to study for the SATs. Right. But she said that, that, of course, that was BX. And then she thought, Sarah Michelle Gellar thought about it for a second and then read the script. And then (laughs) Buffy said, ah, before Xander, of course. Right. That's so dumb. Nobody would do that. Nobody would do that. Oh, you're not going to say, you're not going to say BM? No. Nah. For me? No, definitely not. <laughs> oh, that was BM. <laughs> so I mean, what, what the fuck? Why, <laughs> why are you talking about your bathroom uh, right? things in here? But yeah, so Buffy is trying to study for the SATs and do... Yeah, she's trying to figure out what salubrious means. <laughs> she's doing her slang. So her and Giles are studying for the SATs in the graveyard at night. That's just weird. Well, she's waiting for something to happen. Yeah, and then it happens. Mm-hmm. And she kills some vampires. Yeah, she That's kills her some life. vampires. And, and she didn't get the stuff right on the SATs. Yeah. But she lies to Giles and says that her mom is making her stay home to study for the Would SATs. I lie to you, yes. And she lies to her mom and says that Giles is making her do, do double patrol. time. And study and do patrol at the same time, like right. he has been. And instead, she goes see a boy. Yeah, she. Well, not any boy. No, not any boy. Hundred years old boy. Yeah. She's hot sees. shirtless boy. 
He was doing some kind of like martial arts in the Take beginning without his shirt. This yeah, would be really bad. <laughs> but it's uh, we're talking about angle. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so she's going to see Angel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's doing like Tai Chi or something like yeah. that. It's weird. Like she's like he's like I won't have to be dependent on you for a long you know so long. I'm yeah. working on getting stronger and stuff. He's like that'll be good. But you can tell, like, they're both sad at the idea of not having an excuse to spend time together. Yeah. It, he's only in this one scene in the entire episode. And it's like, I, I don't understand. Like, they're being really vague with his character, and mm-hmm. I don't really love it. Like, focus on him a little bit more. Yeah, I'd like to know what's going on with him. You know what this scene felt like? It felt like a contractual obligation. <laughs> That's what it felt like, because it doesn't add to the story at all. It doesn't even add to his story, really. Well, I mean, it adds to the overarching story, I guess. It doesn't, though. Like, a line of, he's getting stronger, is, is, it's all you need. Like, But who would she say that to? Nobody knows he's there. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, like, we can, we can all infer that he's getting stronger, too, by the way, from the other episodes that he's appeared in. Yeah. Like, it just, it doesn't, if he said something meaningful... Or if she said something meaningful, if, I don't, there's like, they could have added something that would build a little bit more on the story, but they really don't. It just, it really feels like a wasted scene. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's nice to see him in the show a little bit. I'm sure it was nice for you to see him with his shirt off. Doing Tai Chi. Yeah. How is he so chill after being tortured for so long? I don't know. That's weird. Because he was thinking of Buffy the whole time. Uh Uh-huh. It would take a strong person to get over that, Buffy. You'd have to be thinking about, I don't know, the hottest girl in the world. <laughs> Buffy's blushing. <sighs> I don't know. Speaking of the hottest girl in the world, though, hmm. Buffy's mom. And really? And, well, she's pretty hot in this episode, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, not uh, not hot looking, but uh, she's pretty hot, like hot to try. Hot and bothered, yeah. She becomes a teenager again. Yeah. And so does Giles. Because they're eating this fucking candy all the time. Yeah, and they're together because they're dealing with Buffy because they both have figured out she lied to them. Mm -hmm. So they wait for her to come back. And they're, you know, addressing her. But then they eat the chocolate. Yeah, and then they fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's not shown, but it is very strongly implied. At the end of the episode, there's like a joke where uh, she's like, I'm just glad I got to you guys before anything really happened. And they're both looking at each other and they're like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel like they had sex more than once. They probably were having sex all day long. (laughs) Because they were eating the chocolate when she went to bed after they reprimanded her. And then we cut to black. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, they're together at Giles' house. Mm -hmm. Giles called into work. To stay home with her mom. And isn't there at study session or whatever, the study hour. And Buffy's like, oh, you called in, Giles. Like, unlike you, what's going on? And he's like, oh, um, well, we... uh," And then her mom's like, we've decided you're right, Buffy. We are riding you too hard, and we're just working on a schedule for you, right? And she's like, oh, that's cool. And then she's like, take my car and leave. <laughs> and she's like, well, you never let me drive. And, and she's like, I don't know, I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to leave. So she leaves, and then they look at each other, and Jazz is like, do you think she suspected something? And she absolutely did not. And then they start smoking and listening to records. Yeah. 
They they told like I think they had sex the night before. I think they had sex that day. It was so cool to see them like teenagers though, I and mean, they did a really good job. They did, yeah. I think they had sex on that cop car. <laughs> yeah, that's where uh, Buffy finds them making mm-hmm. out. I don't know if they really had sex on the car. We cut away. We do. Good for them, though. That's what I say. Yeah. They both needed to get laid. Do you think, you know, when the spell is broken and they're back to their senses, that they still reap benefits of having had sex when they weren't even in control of themselves, really? Well, they were in control. They just, like, they were altered. Just like hormones can alter your your thought pattern but that doesn't mean it's not you yeah like i think they remember it i think they still get the physical benefits of it yeah i i don't think they're gonna get with each other or anything but um they should i agree it would be so much easier for buffy to like to have the two main adults in her life together i think that she would be horrified about it well yeah of course but it would be easier in a way sure it'd be easier for giles yeah he wouldn't have to go too far I've just serviced your mother, Buffy. Now let's uh, <laughs> let's train. Um, but yeah, so Giles turns into like a fucking badass, which is yeah. also hilarious to see. That was like they're walking around, and and her mom sees this coat in the store window, and he just picks up a trash can and bashes in the window and gets it for her. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, it's totally Juice Newton," <laughs> and. Uh, She's like, oh, but it's closed. And so, yeah, he just smashes it. She puts it on, and she's like, playing with the queen of hearts. <laughs> Knowing it is very smart. Do you know Juice Newton? No. All right. I have no idea what you're doing. That's a, that's a, she's, she was a, uh, uh artist, a musician. That was one of her She songs. wore a feathery coat like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the hat was very Juice Newton-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so then a cop comes up and pulls the gun on him, and is like, uh, fucking, what are you doing? And Giles is like, you're not going to use that gum, nah. <laughs> it was crazy. And then he just grabs the gun away from him and beats the fuck out of him. It's so funny because of how nebbish Giles usually is. It's so fun to see him as like a bad, not a bad guy, but like a fucking badass. Yeah. Know? Well, that's what he was like when he was a teenager. He he had problems. Yeah. Angry at the world. And that's when Ethan Rain, I think is the guy's name. You're right, I think. Wow. <laughs> That's when How the they, fuck did you come up with that? I know it just popped into my Ethan head. Ethan Rain. But I think that's when they were friends. And Sounds that's like why a video game character. It does. Well, I mean, come on. I've unlocked Ethan Rain. <laughs> Finally got enough experience points to unlock Ethan Rain. Oh, but yeah. So Buffy slowly figures out what's that, that the chocolate is behind this. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out why. And they, they they end up tracking down Ethan Rain because she finds where they're giving the chocolate away at. Mm-hmm. They're just standing in front of a warehouse, just throwing chocolate at people. <laughs> Here's chocolates. <laughs> like fucking Willy Wonka gone insane. Yeah, it was weird. So they go in there and they they track down Ethan Rain, and the whole time Giles is like, "Punch him," and she's questioning him. It's like my Slayer's gonna get you. And then he finally is like, "Okay, this they." they it's a demon the mayor needs to give sacrifice to. Uh, you know, that's what's going on. So, yeah, they save the babies. They in do. The end. They save the babies and they kill the snake. Do they kill Ethan? I don't remember. No. They should. Ethan gets away. I don't want him to come back. 
Well, he's going to turn up like a bad penny. You know that. Over and over. Eventually they have to kill him. And so then the last scene is Mr. Trick and the mayor talking. And he's like, hey, you know, I did you a favor. That's one less demon you got to, you know, got to appease. <laughs> Just kill all the demons. There you go. And the mayor's like, yeah, well, next time you're going to do me a favor, why don't you fucking ask me? I'm not the mayor from Jaws, you know. Uh, and then it ends. It does. What did you think? I didn't love a lot of the episode. I loved the Giles and her mom part yes. of the episode. Mostly everything else about it was not great. It was amusing. But I feel like the storytelling was lazy. I 100% agree with you. So I liked the Giles and the mom aspect of it. The Principal Snyder aspect of it was like kind of lame like he's just like oh dude what's up i'm like i'm a geek but i talk in cool slang <laughs> and i'm gonna come with you guys and like he's hanging out with them for a while and everything and i thought it was that was weird yeah like it wasn't it, not that it wasn't necessary i mean it wasn't necessary but it, like it didn't I don't know, I don't it doesn't make me see him in a new light or anything. Like are they gonna try to humanize Principal Snyder? God, Spider? I hope not. Because he was like one of the bad guys and it's now it seems like the mayor is taking over that role. But it's like he's still one of the bad guys. He can be part of the bureaucracy of bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why all of a sudden he thought they were cool and wanted to hang out with them when he like hates them and yeah. yeah. Why would Turning into a teenager make him think, oh, I'm, I want to hang out with these people. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's that's the episode. It is. All right. So, Carol, tell people where they can get their own band candy. <laughs> you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. And we'll send you toxic candy. Uh, sure. <laughs> you can check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. And we'll send you toxic cookies. <laughs> Or you can share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.